0: Hey, if you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, make sure you call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. Free consultations are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Dial 713 322 hurt That's 713 322 HERT. Or you can go to the website DaspitLaw.com.
1: Veritech's Community Bank Studios. It's time to rejoin the undisputed best sports talk show in Houston. It's clearly John and Lance. Except no substitutes.
2: Alright, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. If you're not watching the Open Championship, then I have no time for you. Brian Harmon. Eagles 18. 10 under. He slapped the field. Second best is Tommy Fleetwood who tees off in about uh forty seven minutes from now. He will be teeing off down five. Back five back as uh Brian Harmon just playing an unbelievable round. The lefty. How, you, you love Brian Harman's game, don't you?
0: Yeah. I like left handed golfers though.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, big advantage. Big advantage there. And eh, not so much. Phil Mickelson, not so uh, 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 there's some notables that are outside. Yeah, it, right on the cut line is John Rahm at three over. It's projected. The projected cut right now is three over. There are a lot of Justin Thomas had, took a nine on eighteen yesterday and shot eleven over. That's how bad he is right now. That's how awful. And I took him in the second round of our draft. I'm just so stupid. I'm just so <laughs> stupid. But I do have Brian Harmon in the draft. I think I picked him up in the third or fourth round. So uh, big ups to me. 7 37803776. Ryan wants to get in here and talk about the Texans. What do you say, Ryan?
3: Hey, good morning, guys. Love the show. Uh, got a quick question for both of you. Who would you rather see have a huge reach their ceiling type year next year? Uh, green or singly? And it's easy to say singly because the ceiling is much higher. At more of a top tier position, but I believe you'd want to see Green because Stingley's four is much higher than Green. Stingley at his four seems to still be pretty good. And we've seen Green at his four, which is beyond pathetic. So just a different way to look at it, and I'd love to hear y'all's opinion.
2: <clears throat> wow. That's a tough call right there. Plus you want to protect a young quarterback, right? That's awfully important to uh to take care of that business. <sighs> <sighs> I want to see Stingley I mean it's a tougher position you know if he gets burned and you're going to get you know there's points against of course if, if Kenyon Green continues to block the way that he did you're going to get your quarterback killed that's a, that's a tough one I'm, I might go with you on Green I might go with you I'd love to see him because you got some beasts that he's going to have to take care of I just hate the matchup with Jeffrey Simmons I mean and if I'm the, if I'm the Titans he's going to be over Green all day long and he is, and he just dominated. And there's other guy. I mean, Buckner. I mean, there's just so many guys that are just going to be an overwhelming for him. Even uh, the bad teams that you're, the bad schedule you're playing this year. I might go. I might go with Green. How about you?
0: I think I'm going to go uh, the other way and go with Stingley. And the reason is that a corner is just to me more valuable than a guard. I mean, we just got done talking about all these great wide receivers who are in the league today, and if you miss on a if you miss on a guard, it's easier to still go find a guard in the draft. I think if you hit on a guard, that's great, but if you hit on a a cornerback like Stingley, who you know has this the higher the higher ceiling, as as the caller mentioned, I just think it has it adds so much value if you can get your corners to really tighten it up. Um, it's just – it's going to – and start taking the ball away, it can have a huge impact on a season. Just look at what happened with Sauce Gardner last year. So Uh, I think that, you know, for me, I just – I would rather see Stingley reach his ceiling. And I understand the argument behind Kenyon Green, but I just think Stingley, to me, the cornerback position is just a more important position than guard.
2: Yeah. No, I I don't disagree with that. But I I just – you know, to – to protect this young guy out that's out there, um, yeah, I just I just need we we need Kenyon Green to step up big time. Kenyon Green has got to be better, and if Kenyon Green is not better, then you know, I, well, you're you're right about this, isn't it? Even even your backup guard, it's going to be easier to replace him if you've got if Kenyon Green doesn't perform this year and it's got to be pulled again, then you know, then then you've got. You probably are going to be able to uh, replace him with somebody that can play easier than you're going to find a cornerback, a backup cornerback that can that can be out there covering these guys. Right, right,
1: right. yeah. And
0: that's and that's <clears throat> and that's where I'm coming from because if you hit with green, I think it. You still, if you hit with green, it's not going to be as impactful as if you hit with Stingley, and it's just because of the nature of the position. That's all. Right.
2: Well, if it's Tavir Tom. It's, if it's Tavir and it's Steven Nelson and Desmond King, I mean, you're still all right. I mean, you had to manage with a lot of that last year anyway. It wasn't wasn't great, but it was still okay. Um, you know, who's what's going to back up this year? Questenberry? Who's going to back up Kenyon Green to be able to take his place? You're okay on the other side with Shaq. Um, you know, so and listen. Both guys need to step for 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 Nick Casario's sake. Both guys need to step up because those were awfully important picks. That so far, uh, with the way Sauce played and the way the Kenyan Green played, um, those are awfully. It's not. It's not looking good for that draft as at this present moment. Now, hopefully, I mean, Stingley and by all accounts. By all accounts, Art, by all accounts, Stingley is looking good. He's big. He's strong. He's able to, you know, he's been, uh, uh, hopefully he's going to be out there. Kenyon Green hasn't been out there uh, because of his injury. So uh, hopefully he's going to be out there and he's going to be better this year. We we shall see.
0: Yeah, camp is right around the corner.
2: Yeah. It's less less than a week away. It's five days away now. Is that it? Uh, well, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah, Tuesday yeah. is five days away. So, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to be – here we go. Uh, the Jets are already at camp, and rumor has it, according to guys, that, that Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, who has been uh, – Alan Lazard said, you know, Aaron Rodgers, who was, get, would, would not hesitate to get on guys, he is uh, a lot more uh, patient this time around with all the new guys that he's got to play with, but he's got a newfound patience that he didn't have before. Maybe it's all the mushrooms he does. I don't know
0: ayahuasca what is it ayahuasca
2: hiawatha he's doing
0: what ayahuasca um i think i don't think it's mushrooms i don't don't know what it is but that's the one that opens up your brain or whatever
2: so do mushrooms apparently okay so just i don't know what that means hiawatha whatever um uh, all i know is that he maybe maybe those drugs are kicking in for him and he's and he's just feeling he's just feeling much better about being a person a nicer person i don't know but whatever the case may be, apparently, and he's wowing everybody. Well, after you had Zach Wilson last year, of course, Aaron Rodgers is going to wow you, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> I mean, Plus, Aaron Rodgers is the most talented passer of the quarterback of, yeah. of the football that's ever lived. I mean, that that bar is awfully low. Wow,
2: we got a quarterback who can actually complete passes.
0: <laughs> How unbelievable.
2: How crazy is this?
0: We've uh, got to... A- you know what, to to this day, see if you can find Google uncomfortable, uh, Zach Wilson uncomfortable draft day. Where he's up with all the other first round picks and he looks so out of place. Yeah. Like, it's one of the funniest things where it's it's literally like, oh my God, there's so many players here that would not do well at BYU with me. <laughs> yeah.
2: Uh, let's get Javon in here. Let's talk about running backs. Hey, Javon.
3: Uh, Hey, what's going on? So, um, I was listening to, uh, Dominic Foxworth yesterday Yeah, and he was talking about the running back pay scale and he brought up a couple of good points. He was saying, uh, two points he brought up, he was saying is why don't they just get to get through away with the running back franchise tag and just have an offensive skill tag and just put running backs and, and receivers together. And you have one for the skill, one for quarterbacks, and one for offensive linemen. And the other thing he said was uh, why don't they just use like an escalator in the running back contract? So if a guy runs for 1,500 yards, he's eligible for, you know, a $5 million bonus that does not hit the cap. So while the guys are performing at a high level and they're young, you know, they're able to, you know, basically get paid with all these bonuses that would not hit the cap. It seems like that's the main situation with the with the teams is they don't mind paying the guys they just don't want to have all that money hitting their cap. So if they could do some kind of structure where the incentive uh, does not hit the cap for running backs, that might be a solution. I don't know what you guys think. Thank you guys.
2: Well, Lance talked about a little bit earlier what Dominique was talking about, and we had the soundbite of him talking about a fund. In uh there's a pool NFL a pool, pool of, for NFL yeah. players. He said
0: three hundred and thirty-six million
2: is in this pool. Wow. That's unbelievable.
0: <clears throat> and how much do you
2: think Damien made off that pool last year?
0: Well, I mean, could you believe that Dominic Foxworth, and this was years ago when he played, but he said that his <clears throat> <clears throat> So this pool, you get a check because you outperformed your contract. And so he said his rookie year. He got he was a third round pick. He actually had a check that was bigger than his contract, which is like I have never heard of that in my life. Um, I, I had never heard that there was this pool that was available. And so one of the things he brought up yesterday that you may be referencing, Javon, is that he said there's a pool that you could pay. You know, if players hit certain benchmarks over a year or two years, that maybe part of this pool could go to them. And I think that's a pretty good idea. Um, I do like I don't like the idea of. Well, actually, the franchise tag for just skill position players, what it would be is basically it would be lower. I mean, it it would have to be a lower one because the running back, the running back number is much lower than the wide receiver number. So it would it would be a much, much lower uh, number where wide receivers would get screwed. So I don't think you can do that. I do like the idea of maybe taking off. The uh, taking off the franchise tags for running backs. and Maybe that would allow them to, you know, you, teams don't have leverage because right now teams have leverage to just use that. Then it would force teams to make a decision on a player. And even though I don't think it'd be more than a three-year contract, uh, I do think that they would, you know, get a good chunk of it guaranteed. So it might help running, running backs out in that regard. But the league's just changed. It's gone to a passing league um, and – running backs just they can they can be upset about it all they want but i don't think the league is really trying to to find a way to help running backs make more money unless they want to give some back at the you know with 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 wide receivers or quarterbacks and we know that's not going to happen i thought jc tretter coming out and basically talking about potentially faking an injury just man that is it's a really slippery slope when you just are going to try to collect your money and and act like you're hurt. I mean, we know that basketball has guys who have done that in the past. I just think that's a really bad that's a really bad uh, precedent to set is to have guys come in and fake injuries so they get paid, but then they're they're basically sitting out. I mean, that's fraud, is what it is.
2: Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so I'm looking at the performance based pay index, and the it's called P by P. Uh, play time, and basically, you know, uh, Damien sitting the last few games last year might have hurt him because it goes by number of plays. It goes um, so uh, defined as the player's regular season total plays played on offense, defense, and special teams divided by the number of plays of the player with the most total combined plays on the team. It is divided by his play-by-play compensation to find his regular season full salary and it it also it, it you they would get the minimum salary of a 7 year player the difference between what they're making and the minimum salary of a 7 year player which is 1.12 million so if damian is making less than that in his base salary and he out you know he had a, a bunch of plays but he did sit at the end of the season so i'm not sure whether or not he would have been eligible for that if if the number of plays that he played was not, you know, uh, that great because of that. So it's interesting to see. If you're healthy for the whole season, you're a fourth-round pick, and you're playing all of those plays, you're going to make a lot more
0: money. But you're right. But but he was – but Javon was right. The likely-to-be-earned incentives – Yeah, which doesn't um, count against that. Is what really hurts – is what can really hurt from a cap standpoint. So you'd have to figure that out. You'd have to have it almost excluded. Uh, I do think Dominic Foxworth had some interesting takes on the running back position based on everything. Yeah.
2: Well, it's heard. interesting. It's interesting. D hops D hops got a, a lot of incentive based salary. I mean, he can make a lot more and I'm not sure whether they're likely to be earned or unlikely to be earned. We'll see. But um, he has a, a big – he's going he's to have a big uh, raise if he can hit 1,000 yards and so many catches, whatever it is. If he can hit 1,500 uh, yards, it, it, he's going to make more money. So it's interesting to see that he – well, he thinks he's going to be around. He's going to quit if he doesn't have 1,000 yards, if he, if he can't get to 1,000 yards, he said. So uh, it'll be interesting to see whether or not he can get there with Ryan Tannehill. I mean, he was able to get there with Deshaun and uh, what did he do he didn't do last year because he was hurt
0: no yeah, yeah. he his last two years yeah last well year. last year he wasn't hurt he was well yeah toward the end of the year he was but well he just didn't come back well he was Remember? on pace though when pets. he was hurt
2: 2 years ago to yeah, have a big he had the, year the, the right.
0: PED suspension last year right right right
2: right, right. all right 71378 we got a couple of calls oh Keith wants to talk about your kids, so that's interesting. We'll do that on the other side. But first, we're talking about Houston Powder Coaters. talking about Robin, and I'm talking about people who are just the best at what they do. They're the biggest and the best by volume. They've got all this experience. If you've got anything that's metal and you want to make it look great, if you want it to look, look new again, you want to change the color of it they have, Hundreds of colors in stock and they can also, whatever color it is that you want to mix, they can do that as well. If there's patio furniture that's been in your family forever, you want to preserve it. If you have car parts, wheels, lift kits, bumpers, chassis, whatever it is, and you want to, like old, uh, uh, Corvettes or Corvairs or whatever it is, you have an old vehicle and you want it to look new again. This is the best way to go about it to keep that old thing that make it, make it look great, make it, uh, perform. Uh, because if it's all rusted out, you know, you got worries about it. But if the Houston Powder Coaters get a hold of it, it's going to look new again and be great again for you. So no matter what it is that you've got that's metal, the Houston Powder Coaters, they will pick up and deliver absolutely free. And they service everywhere in the area from Galveston to Crosby, Mount Bellevue, Fulcher, everywhere. So if you're looking for the best way to save whatever it is that you need saving, Houstonpowdercoaters.com, 281 676 two eight one six seven six thirty eight 88 tell robin you heard it right here
1: espn 97 5 and 92 5 at work in the gym and in the bedroom i've seen the huge difference it's made for you in the gym at work and in the bedroom Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline.
2: We're going to miss this about you, RJ. The outfield, Michael McDonald. Hopefully our next producer is uh, as wise musically as you are. I doubt it. I highly doubt it. There's going to be a, just a drop off in talent. Musical talent. Uh, there's, there's no question in my mind. Do you agree with that,
0: Lance? What do you want <clears throat> to tell people? What's going on? Oh, I'm watching. I'm watching Lane right now. <laughs> Look at the hair. Yeah, what the hell's he doing? Lane, pick it up. Pick up a brush. <laughs> uh, why don't you tell people what's going on with RJ?
2: RJ is going back heading back to Jacksonville. He got a nice offer afternoon show producer. He's going back to where his family is. He liked his time here despite Lance. All producers have uh, our last producer uh Dell had a lot of issues with Lance, but RJ hasn't. So Lance maybe you're a
0: better person now than you were? I don't know. But Wait. Hold on. Dell wasn't our last producer? Oh no. It was Aaron.
2: Aaron was our last producer? Yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: He had more problems with you. Aaron didn't
2: have any problems with me, okay? None. I don't ever have uh, problems Everybody
0: at the station has problems with you. No one at the station ever. Real House? Has- Jeremy Branham?
2: Jeremy Branham doesn't have any problems with me. He, he does. He likes me. The, the numb nuts in the afternoon, they like me.
0: Yeah. They've clearly got a problem with you.
2: Nobody does. I'm like the best employee here, most affable, easiest to get along with. <laughs> you? Not so much. Yes, run, I am. We run through producers here because of you.
0: I am. And RJ's leaving because of you. No,
2: RJ's leaving because he has a better offer in Jacksonville. Got to get back to his family, all of that stuff. That's why RJ's leaving. He wanted to stay here with me despite you. He wanted to stay. All right, Not because of you.
0: When's the food getting up there? When's the what? When's the food getting up there?
2: Food's getting up here in about an hour. I need to have my wife go pick something no, up. No, there's me. none for you. No, if you don't come into work, you don't get food. I, didn't, I mean, you <laughs> couldn't even come in on RJ's last day to say goodbye.
0: I didn't want to get him sick on his trip.
2: how about, At least he was thinking. How about yesterday? You didn't think about him yesterday, did you?
0: I know. Uh, you'll get... Well, I didn't think I was sick until... About the first hour of the show, and I realized, uh oh. Mm-hmm. And now you'll have a terrible weekend because you'll get sick. No, no.
2: Not, For Lance like- to even come on, like, and I, I, I hear him, and he's miserable right now. I mean, shout out, shout out to Lance. Also, hey, <clears throat> shout out to the Twitch chat as well. I, I just want to say that you know, like, they would let me know if I was playing good music or not. Mm-hmm. Everybody that was on Twitch, uh, thank you guys as well. So, uh, you know, and thanks to John and Lance definitely because uh, they handpicked me to do this show. So I love the both of them. They're just joking around. I love the both of them. They handpicked me to
0: come out here and do their show. So I'm I'm thankful for both of you guys too. I just RJ, want to say that
2: uh th- sh- the <laughs> Twitches they're not they're not nice people, okay? King of all twitches. RJ's leaving because he knows what a sh- sinking ship looks like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I love being insulted on Twitter, and I, I just laugh. It's fun. It's funny. Uh, JG, you run off every damn producer.
0: That's not true.
2: That's true. That is not true.
0: You got Dell fired multiple times.
2: I, I, I brought Dell back from the dead. Noony okay? Oaks. I,
0: I'm the one, all right? Raheel, Noony Oaks, all of them.
2: <laughs> get, they, uh, they do themselves in. Let's get Keith in here. He wants to talk about your kids. Hey, Keith.
3: Guys love the show. Love the show. Uh, RJ, best of luck in Jacksonville. I hear it's the San Antonio of the East. Question for Lance. Yesterday on Twitter, Adam Sandler, Timothy Chalamet, hooping it up in New York City. Want to see two-on-two game to 21. Your two best sons against Chalamet and Adam Sandler, streetball legends. What's the score? Who wins? Where do you see that matchup playing out?
0: Well, <clears throat> number one, I don't think Adam Sandler is going to be able to handle Mason's dribble package right <laughs> off the bat. So that's not the He's not going to be able to handle that. I think Sandler's, Sandler's got grown man strength. Sandler's like... He will destroy your kids. Knows how to play. I think in a game, in a two-on-two, Chalamet, can, can he play? Is Timothy Chalamet a player? I actually might make my kids a small favorite. Oh my god! Alec and uh, Mason.
2: No chance they beat. No chance. They, no uh, chance again, they beat. Again, Timothy the gro- Chalamet. You, you, you hit, that chick. You yeah. Well, they're, 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 he's, well, he might have some ball skills. You have, what about his dribble package? You have
0: no idea. I have no idea about his dribble hey, package. Hey, listen, <laughs> he looks
2: like he's wiry and but you're talking about you. You hit the nail on the head. Man strength. Versus well, your kids that's who are not, who have, but that's who have not
0: Kev- Timothy Chalamet. That's that's Adam Sandler. They have
2: Kevin Durant arms, okay? I know. Only only fifteen year old Kevin Durant but arms. But they
0: can shoot. I don't know that I don't know that Adam and Adam Sandler's gotta be like fifty something. They might be able to run him around a little bit. Although he's in pretty good shape. He plays basketball yeah. all the
2: time. No, I'm telling you, it's uh, I'm going with Chalamet and Sandler in this one.
0: Okay? Timothy Chalamet to beat anybody.
2: Uh he's probably athletic. I mean he was wielding a sword. He was wielding a sword in one of his movies. When? Well, he was the king. You don't remember when he was the king?
0: Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know who you're talking about? The little skinny looking like go look it up Timothy Chalamet.
2: Yes, Timothy Chalamet. He was the king.
0: The king of what?
2: Of England. Hold on. Yeah. Chalamet, king of England. K- yes. It's called The King. The movie was called The King in 2019. Thank you. Good night.
0: He's 20s. Oh, he's 27. Yeah. He would destroy your kids. You think he would in basketball? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you know that my kids are actually pretty good players. I see. don't know the Timothy shit. I just... He's, a, he's, a, he's an actor. He's not going to be able to play basketball.
2: <laughs> you know what they do during their... Well, downtown, there, there's a lot of downtime. Okay? Coke. There's a lot of downtime. They, they
0: yeah, I know what they do during their downtime. They who? Actors, they do coke.
2: That's true, too. Well, if he gets all coked up, he's going to be running around the court like a maniac.
0: <laughs> Gary! By watch, the way, what? I, I saw... Do you know our friend Eric uh, Layton is out there on the strike, on the picket line? Is he on the picket line? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's out there. uh, SAG-AFTRA. They are also on strike, so the actors. But you know what's really that I found out? Like Working actors, the ones who are not pulling in the great big movie deals, man, they do not make the money people think they do. At all. The streamers, you know what one of the biggest problems is? The, the residual checks for streaming is like $0.09, cents, $0.03, yeah. cents, $0.06. Well, cents. Well, They're not making any money off of streaming.
2: Uh, Ch- Chalamet would bully the bleep out of Lance's kids.
0: Sha- Timothy Chalamet? Yeah. People don't know okay. who this is. I'm okay, convinced. listen.
2: Timothy Chalamet, that skinny little dude, is stronger than your kids. He's 27 years old.
0: I don't know if he's stronger than Mason. He might be stronger than Alec.
2: Yeah, no, no, he's stronger. He's twenty-seven.
0: One of my kids, <laughs> Alec, has – if. Well, never mind. I'm not going to say this on the air. <laughs> All right, I'll say it off. I'll say it off the air. We right. got
2: a. We got a break. We got Gary's going to talk about the Texans. Anthony wants to talk about the Astros. We're getting calls. It's RJ's last day. It's a celebration. Yeah. Of say, RJ Say goodbye here. to RJ. Say call, call in and say goodbye to RJ. It's a celebration of RJ here. He's not dead. But it's a celebration of his uh, life work here at ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. You know if you know what's going to happen today because it's a celebration. I'm going to drink Coors Light. Dip, yeah. I'm going to celebrate RJ today with some Coors Light, cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. If you're looking for the best way to celebrate anything or not celebrate anything, it just doesn't matter. You, my friends, are going to have, you're going to keep it chill. You're going to keep Texas chill. It's so hot out there. So hot out there. You know how I keep it chill? I keep it chill with cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light. I love my Coors Light. You will love your Coors Light. Keep Texas chill. What you need is that cold, clean. You're going to see the Blue Mountains. And your Coors Light. You're going to see how wonderful Coors Light is because you can see it because it's blue. You can know it's cold. You know it's refreshing. The other beers, you don't know. You don't know how cold it is. I know immediately my cool, cool, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light is going to refresh me, and it's going to keep me chill. Keep Texas chill. Cold, clean, crisp, refreshing Coors Light.
1: ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Pitter-patter. Well, pitter-patter, let's get at her. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh yay.
2: Did Lance Did Lance eat RJ's burger? Is that why RJ's leaving? No. Is RJ leaving because L Z took his sandwich? You got a sandwich yesterday, didn't you? A chicken sandwich? Yeah. And Lance didn't take it. Lando Lance steals anything. everybody's burgers here, but.
0: No, that's not true. And now yeah. I got my dogs fighting in the bed. Stop, guys. What did you say? Did you say? My dogs are wrestling say- around. I had to tell them to stop. Oh, you said stop,
2: guys. I thought you said something bad. No. Um, stop, guys. Mason dribble back package versus them. Hmm. Sandler and Chalamet win 21-10. Uh, is RJ the first person in U.S. history to move to Jacksonville voluntarily? Who wasn't drafted by the Jags? That's quite possible. <laughs> Leaving <laughs> Houston to go to Jacksonville, said no one ever except RJ. No These one are all ever. the
0: things you've had you see on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing
3: Charles feltuve said that one.
2: <laughs> Let's get uh, Gary in here. He wants to talk about the Texans, hey Gary.
3: Hey guys, I just want I wanted to piggyback on the call about um, Stingley and Green, and, and just say you know I feel like the Texans are going in the right direction. It just feels like Casario is like the last vestige of the Easterly thing, but I'm pretty sure he just got a promotion. I think it was like kind of quiet, but mm-hmm. I think that gave the guy a promotion like two weeks ago. Yep, and it's, it's, you know, and I really want to be optimistic, but then I just I just feel like Cal is still in charge. And like, what the hell is he trying to get a promotion? You know, like, and I say that because of the green and Stingley, like, I feel like that should be a litmus test. You it, it should even be the general manager. Like, you, you pick an offensive guard, high in the first round, and he sucks. Like, Stingley oversaw. And then you get a promotion, and, like, I want to be excited, but then stuff like that happens, and I'm just like, Cal is going to
2: be the thing that holds his back. That's oh, just my thought. Well, I, I wonder if it's a. It'll be interesting to see. Maybe this is a position the the new pr- promotion that he has is where he will be, and they might get a general manager next year. You know, and and Nick is kicked upstairs into the front office as opposed to being the G We'll see what happens. Listen, Stingley's got to play well. Green's got to play well. C.J. Stroud, Will Anderson's got to play well. You gave up a first-rounder. You gave up the 13th pick. You gave up the 33rd pick. I mean, I know you've got – it's for both of those guys, but that's a lot. And if the Texans suck this year and that pick is going to be Marvin Harrison Jr., you're going to regret that for years and years to come. So, no, he's got to do better. Yeah. The – he is literally, isn't he, the last vestige of Jack Easterby? Yeah. Well, the last public, because there are probably still guys in the organization that Jack Easterby hired that are still there.
0: Yeah, I had that. So everyone around the league, I guess, knows the, the secret. I talked to one of the NFL insiders that works at our station, and, and uh, or we're, not our station, but at NFL Media, and I ran through everything with him and he goes yep that's exactly how i heard it happen so all that stuff uh all that stuff ended up going down exactly as we heard and it was jack easterby that went out and got nick casario because i think he thought nick casario could keep him in place but now the one thing i did hear that was different one thing i heard is that lovey lovey smith helped to get jack easterby out of there um the one thing that I heard different from this NFL insider is that Jack kind of wanted to leave and found a way to negotiate, negotiate his way out of Houston. I think for a good chunk of the money, I don't know that he got all of his money, but a good chunk of the money. So I don't know which one of those is accurate. I know, I know Lovey was not happy with some stuff. So um, regardless, Nick Casario to me for him to be given that role as executive vice president, it was surprising because so far, You know, he hasn't really proven himself as a drafter, except now I got to say, I love Damian Pierce and I love Jalen Petrie. I think those were obviously very good picks, but not a lot to show for the draft before the year before that. Um, and this year, as, as you mentioned, John, he swung for the fences. So we'll see how quickly CJ Stroud and Will Anderson pay off this year.
2: Yeah, no, no. Well, those are higher profile. You're right. Damian Pierce was a great pick fourth round Jalen Petrie turning out to be a great pick. So, you know, but you're still going to, the, 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 high profile picks are the ones that you're going to be
0: you know, Christian on. Harris kind of, it would really help him if Christian Harris ends up having a big year, yeah, it really would. productive year this yep. year. We don't ever really talk about Christian Harris. No, no.
2: Well, he was actually there and you know, he had his struggles. He had, he had his, his moments, but he had, you know what? He played better at the end of the year. So no, you're right. That's a, you know they were. Remember, Lovey, he and Lovey were high fiving after the pick after they got him. So, you know that's. And hopefully, Christian Harris is going to be a guy for years. He'll be just a solid pick for years and years to come. We'll see. Anthony wants to talk about his Astros. Hey, Anthony. Yes.
3: Good morning, gentlemen. New
1: York, um, so, Anthony. Like, no, I'll be down in, I'll Anthony. Hey, oh, so
3: I'll be down in Houston next week to to um. For the big series with the Astros and Rangers, and uh, I wanted to know if be alive. I came by on Monday morning with some food or something.
0: Whoa! Hello? Yeah, we're here. You hear that, John? Anthony said uh, he may yeah, come I'll- bring a little food. Come on, yeah, Anthony. Uh,
3: what are you? I'm gonna come by Monday during the show. Hey, RJ, come- good luck on your next uh, business venture, and watch out for the alligators. I'm out.
2: No. You got alligators in Jacksonville?
1: Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I mean you're not seeing them like that?
2: Well, yeah, you're gonna see. Yeah, just watch out. You're gonna go by the water. You're gonna get eaten. No, eat no an alligator. I don't.
1: I don't go by the water. We don't. No, we don't no, have here. Me. We
2: don't have alligators. Yeah, but you, I mean, yeah, I we feel do. Like it's more swampland. You don't see me in the places where alligators are. Where do you see alligators here, Lance?
0: I've seen it at a golf course.
2: An alligator in Houston?
0: Yeah, Pecan Grove.
2: Now, there's no alligators in Pecan Grove.
0: There was an alligator at Pecan Grove, yes.
2: That's <laughs> just, just simply not true.
0: That's true. There was, was no, years ago. They're giant snakes, okay? You know, I've been seeing a lot of alligators and sharks lately. It seems like alligators and sharks have really what, gotten the What
2: about the dolphin attacks that they had?
0: Yeah, animals are really starting to attack a lot. Well,
2: I mean, I can't blame them.
0: Can you blame them? The orcas are starting to attack. uh, Sharks are starting to attack more. And then alligators are just eating people now.
1: Yeah, well,
2: I think they did that always. They've they've always done that. I mean, you know how many bodies they just throw into the the swamp in Louisiana and and the alligators take care of it, never to be seen again? I mean, that's just a great place to kill somebody and dispose of the body alligators take care of it.
0: For yeah, you. you're right about that.
2: Yep, no question. All right, 713-780-3776 if you want to get in here. Not that I've thought about that, except every time I drive over that the 19-mile bridge between uh, Lafayette and Baton Rouge, what how many bodies... It, that's
0: where you can dispose of a body. Yes,
2: how many bodies do you think are there? I mean, it's the perfect place. It's the perfect place to dispose of a body and have and, and all the remains will be eaten. I mean, it is true. Yeah. No, no question. Um, 713-780-3776, the number if you'd like to get in here on ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. Lance, you got to talk about your friend John Daspott for
0: a minute. Yeah. John Daspott is uh is a personal injury lawyer who goes that extra mile to make sure that you're being taken care of. If you have been injured due to someone else's negligence, and it may be a maritime issue, it may be something, uh, you know, a refinery blast, it could be an 18-wheeler, it could be any number of of injuries that could that you could sustain and have long term uh health issues. John Daswitt wants to make sure that he's there to help you out, whether it is well, it's not weather. It, it's he's going to get you paid for any time that you miss. He's going to get your hospital bills taken care of, uh, he's going to get you taken care of for pain and suffering. And any kind of physical therapy that needs to take place now or in the future, he understands that there is a lot that goes into a settlement. And don't just sign on with, you know, don't just sign and take the check that the insurance company offers you without at least consulting with John Dasman. Because in many cases, you are not going to get what is coming to you. And once you agree and once you take that check, you're done. So make sure you talk to John Dasman. Make sure it's a fair settlement. And they'll be more than happy to consult with you. It's 713-CALL-NOW is the phone number, 713-CALL-NOW, or just go to the website. You can get all kinds of information. You can see what the Daspit Law Firm is about at DaspitLaw.com.
1: ESPN, 97.5.com. I'm hungry.
0: Frosty Crack!
1: John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance.
2: He's right about that. He is right about that. 713-780-3776, the number if you want to get in here. Uh, 3013 put out a a nice article here. Six redemption candidates this year in the NFL. New York Jets offensive coordinator Nathaniel Hackett. He does need redemption, doesn't he, after that? Oh, yeah. He was bad. He was awful last year. I mean.
0: Not head, not head coaching material.
2: No. Goodness gracious was that bad. He is where he should be as an offensive coordinator and with Aaron Rodgers. That's, that's where he should be because that's how he uh, was successful in the league. Derek Carr. Redemption with the Saints?
0: Um, I hadn't really thought about it. Like redemption? I, I don't know I don't know that I would say redemption. Well, he and got I don't
2: think he, he got benched last year. He was you know he wasn't good and he said okay I'm 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 benched I'm not coming back I'm you don't like me here
0: yeah that's right he did not get benched at the end of the year yeah well because he kind of knew where he was headed but uh or knew he was headed out of town but yeah I I guess I could see that okay
2: yeah I mean I think that yeah he. Well, he made, he's a guy who has made a lot of money. He hasn't had, you know, they made the playoffs a couple of years ago. That was nice. But he hasn't had this kind of success that, you know, that that he would want. Oh, let's see if he's going to be better with the Saints. And that division, they got a chance. If you want to know the truth, they're probably
0: the best team in that division. Obviously, Russell Wilson's got to be on that list.
2: Uh, Russell Wilson is not on that list. How? I don't know. He is a redemption. There's no question. Mac Jones is on that list. And you know what? Now that they actually have an offensive coordinator, and he is Bill O'Brien, uh, but they actually have an offensive coordinator, Mac Jones is going to be better this year. And now, yeah, he should be. They, oh, but their their receiver room is you know I know the Texans get crushed and the Titans get crushed, but that receiver room is not any good. It's not, not good. like he's got
0: weapons there. No, it's not good. It's not good. It's not good. Um. Yeah, I can see Mac Jones. I can see Mac Jones as one. Yeah, you're right though. Russell
2: Wilson should be first on this list.
0: Russell Wilson really should be first. Kyle Pitts. I don't think I would put that on him. He just he doesn't have a quarterback to throw the football. Redemption? I don't know that I would say redemption.
2: It was ex- it was, you know, he had 28 catches for 356 yards. Ooh. Even without a good quarterback, he's supposed to be a difference maker.
0: Yeah, he had a thousand his rookie season. So yeah, I guess yeah, I guess that makes sense then. If that's all he had, he had twenty eight catches last year. Yeah. Golly. Yeah, that's bad. That's real he'll, bad. He'll still get overdrafted in fantasy. Uh
2: Sean McDermott. That's a little surprising.
0: What what do they say? He's taking
2: the heat for them not getting over the over the over the hump. Um he, I don't know, I think he's a good head coach, but, you know, he did take some grief after another playoff loss, another disappointing playoff run.
0: Yeah, but that doesn't strike me as a redemption story. Uh, what right. about Lamar Jackson?
2: Yeah, well, he's coming back from injury. I mean, right. That's that's a little different than redemption, isn't
0: it? Well, but he hasn't, you know, he hasn't been the same since his MVP year in 19. Right. So it's been three years. So this will be the fourth year removed from it. I think he needs to play really well. I think Deshaun Watson, obviously, there's a like
2: redemption that, but, story. Yeah, they've got uh, Kellen Moore, Chargers OC Kellen Moore. That's actually a pretty good. One. It's he, he does need he does need some redemption after what he did in Dallas. Speaking of which, you buying Mike McCarthy? Are you buying this offense with Mike McCarthy calling the plays?
0: I kind of am to be honest with you, he, he was known as a pretty good play caller. And so I, I actually think, you know, for me, it's about the more you ask of Dak Prescott, the less you're going to get. I think it's a law of diminishing returns. I think you have to, you have to run the football. Well, I don't think you can just pack everything on Dak's back and just let him run the, you know, just let him, uh, you know, you t- know, run an explosive offense. I just, I don't think that's going to be the case with Dak. I think it needs to be a little more balanced. um, And you have to, I think, ask him to do a little bit less in terms of, you know, the passing game, but it also helps to have a second wide receiver other than, you know, having Brandon cooks there really could help. It really could because Brandon cooks is still a guy who gets open. He's still fairly productive in the league. And you know what, you know, we know what CD lamb is going to do. CD lamb is, is is their best wide receiver, but having Brandon Cooks over there, I think could help. Could end up helping uh, Dak Prescott. Uh,
2: yeah, no, absolutely. I, you know, though, you remember McCarthy at the end. The thought he got lazy, and maybe he learned from something from that at the end in Green Bay when he was calling plays. Um, and it was you know, uh,
0: I what do you mean he got lazy? He got lazy in
2: his approach to. That was the rumor is that he wasn't working nearly as hard and wasn't as as innovative or in and, and actually you know his play calling was you'll remember when uh, there was a rejuvenation uh after he left for of the offense and aaron rodgers and uh well,
0: Daniel Hackett was a big part of that
2: yeah no he absolutely was so uh we'll see maybe maybe McCarthy learned something from that we'll see. Um seven one three seven eight oh three seven seven six. The food is here, RJ. Do you have anybody over there that can go down and open the door? Uh downstairs? Um we'll get we'll the Demaris the Barbecue has sent us food
0: and Lance isn't here for it. I'm gonna send Alec up there. And I'm here for that.
2: You know on the first floor. I'm uh, gonna
0: send my son Alec up there to grab some. When do
2: the doors open at nine? So it's, it's about six minutes from now, they'll open up, but, but they're, oh no, you can never get in, right? You can't ever get in. You need, or we're, we're, we'll, we're, we're going down to get our food from Damaris barbecue while Lance isn't Damaris catering. They do it all. They're doing it here today. And Lance, you don't get none. <laughs> that is a shame. I hate that. I hate that for you. Somebody said, oh, John's happy when Lance doesn't get food and unhappy when Dell does. Now who is the bad person here? Okay?
0: Yeah. No, who's the whoever, hateful? Who's the hateful one? Whoever said that. Well, when you're bad.
2: around all these balls of hate, okay? It rubs off. See, there's a lot of coaches that weren't cheating with NIL, but now they started because if everybody's going to cheat, then then I'm going to cheat too. And if everybody's a little ball of hate over here like Dell, then then I maybe I'm uh, I I've taken that on as well. Maybe no, I'm you've a bully. always
0: one of the worst for people. It's a,
2: it's a, it's a learned behavior.
0: You've always wanted the worst. No, no it's not. It's nature versus nurture and yours is no, nature. Uh, no,
2: I've, It's learned behavior and I've learned it from you guys. Okay? No. Yeah. I was I learned a it nice, from watching you dad. I used to be a very, like the nicest person anyone knew.
0: No. Yeah. That's, that's what, what happened.
2: Got- and it, what, and look what happened. And look what happened to me because of you guys. All uh, right, 856 ESPN, 97.5 and 92.5. You know what you do love, though? Your patio.
0: Yeah, I really do. Texas Custom Patios. Um, had somebody reach out and ask about it just yesterday because they're looking at getting a patio. The outdoor living space, you know, call it a patio, but I think it, it doesn't really do it justice. The outdoor living space is incredible. You get a TV with that. Typically what happens, big screen TV uh sound system up in your roof that's you know was a was a big deal for me um ended up retrofitting the kitchen in there so we've got the vent hood and the grill the infrared grill and with a rotisserie and refrigerator in there the warmers are on the side the bun warmers and it's just so much to choose from it's really about making memories and that's what we're talking about having the ability to go out and grill and enjoy your, your your summers, enjoy your falls, enjoy your winters outside on your outdoor living space from Texas Custom Patios. They have the very best craftsmanship. They have the very best appliances that they will uh, find for you, as well as the stone and and and, and stamped concrete or travertine for the, the floor. I mean, it's just they, they do such great work, and it adds value not just to your quality of life, but it is going to add value to your home. The money you put into it is going to come back to you when you sell your home because it's a big differentiator. Make sure that you check them out, the before and after, at TexasCustomPatios.com.
1: ESPN 97.5.com. We keep getting away with it.
3: You can't keep getting away with it!